Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Ascension, Chapter 14. Do or do not do, there is no try. Yoda, beloved fictional master from the Star Wars movie saga. If you have not yet realized that the planet you inhabit is a living being, please take a closer look at what is going on. Life comes from the earth. Think of springtime. Birth and rebirth do not just happen. How could we derive life and consciousness from something lifeless and unconscious? Humanity was dumbed down by beings who wanted to control us. We lost our original intimate connection with the planet that gave us birth. During a long dissension process, humans have been killing animals and each other and raping the planet. The resulting negativity caused our mother, the earth, to enter lower and lower frequencies. Ascension is earth's return to her original state of peace and beauty in the fifth dimension. Thanks to the goodwill of our very much alive mother earth, Ascension for humanity is a process in which we regain our divine powers of intelligence, independence, and longevity, to name a few of our faculties that have been maimed. When earth is completely healed, all of her inhabitants will be at peace with themselves, each other, and the cosmos. Very long ago, in the beginning, the exquisite soul named Gaia took form as the planet currently called Earth. That Garden of Eden world was an especially beautiful creation, unique among worlds as having the most diversity of mineral, plant, animal, and human life. Soon, there was an invasion from space, from another universe by beings who wanted to plunder our planet's treasures. Our DNA was altered. We were suppressed, repressed, depressed, and taught terrible lies about ourselves, our homeworld, and the meaning of God. Quote, the light has already won on planet Earth. Offer all fear into the light. Brian Van Horn, Cosmic Brother, Recovered Heroin Addict, 1954 to present. <clears throat> I uh, wasn't aware that a... Granny Rainbow had these sort of views, so I look forward to uh, saving my questions for when we uh, 
sit down next time and record a conversation for you all and we can get into some of this stuff. I certainly don't know what the facts are. I know some of you feel you might. And uh, hopefully we'll have many conversations on this going forward. It's certainly fun stuff. Approximately around 1940, Earth was dying due to the long-time brutality of many humans who were manipulated by fear. She could have left her physical body and gone into her spirit form, but because she is the most kind and loving being one could ever imagine, for our sake, Gaia decided to heal her very sick body by descending back to her original fifth-dimensional existence, where leaden energies cannot enter. Our Mother Earth called out for help, weakly, but her cries were heard, and compassionate beings throughout the universe responded. Many volunteer souls were born. Other volunteers came in spaceships, and they have been helping hold things together here. If you can't believe this information quite yet, just keep an open mind. All will be revealed. This information is available in detail on www.matthewbooks.com. Click on Messages and use the search window for topics you want to search. Matthew is an ascended being and is a very dedicated, kind, helpful one at that, which of course is the only way to be in order to ascend. It makes me think of Rudolf Steiner's belief that his master M. Alois Mylander was the reincarnation of Christian Rosenkreutz, and so therefore Rudolf Steiner was initiated directly by Christian Rosenkreutz. Um, not a dissimilar kind of belief from this. Quote, Earth's ascension is happening with unprecedented speed and assistance from the star nations, and most of her population have no idea that they are living in a time that is unique in this universe. Matthew, Illuminations for a New Era, a book, a Matthew book with Suzanne Ward. Quote, the triumphant result of Earth's free will choice to enter fourth density very shortly before or after the end of 2012 has been assured from the beginning of her ascent out of deep third density 70-some years ago. In her love for each and every soul, she would like all to accompany her. But this is a matter of every person's free will choice. Matthew Messages, MatthewBooks.com You are probably noticing that time is speeding up. Earth will be in the beginning stages of the fourth dimension by 2013. She will just keep going through all the stages of dimensional shift until she reaches her original energy signature. Let us thank Gaia and bless her for allowing her body to be a school for planet for humans. And of course, we give her tremendous love and gratitude for taking us with her on her journey home. The joys of living on these higher levels cannot really be understood from the lower levels. We have so much to look forward to. Our ticket to paradise, heaven on earth, is an open heart. Also, of course, when Alois Mylander spoke, he was allegedly channeling uh, St. John. I believe it's the Gospel John, but it's often not specified by people who talk about it, whether it was the Gospel John, the Epistle writer John, or the John of Revelation, since they are three different Johns, and nothing wrong with that. Can't have too many Johns, right? Some people are having an easy time. 
of embracing the new energies, accepting change, and creating planetary community. Others may be more fearful of new ideas and ways of relating to the world. Many find it difficult to give up the idea of a judgmental God and the need for intercessors, priests. On the new earth, all people will have their direct connection with life itself. They still come together in sacred ceremony, but have no sense of sin or self-abnegation. Behaviors that were once judged as wrong are now seen as steps in a learning process. People who are stuck in an alchemical lead phase will not be ascending into Earth's golden age. They will leave Earth and continue their spiritual growth process on another three-dimensional planet. Others will be leaving because of agreements in their soul contract. There is no way of knowing the reason why someone departed during the ascension. These matters are between the individual and their soul self. The word frequency refers to the number of oscillations in a unit of time. So frequencies may slow down or speed up. As Mother Earth ascends into the fourth dimension, her frequency is constantly increasing. Vibrations, on the other hand, are oscillations back and forth. When vibrations slow down, that release of energy helps the frequency to pick up speed. We who are living through Earth's transformations can help the ascension progression by relaxing our vibrational rate. The frequencies will take care of themselves. To assist the ascension, slow down, relax, and do what you love. Tune into Earth's increasing health and happiness and bless the process. Tell life you want to ascend with Gaia, Mother Earth. Attune to her and feel your vibrations continuously harmonizing with hers. Connecting with Gaia is really easy when we are being true to ourselves and our mission. Our main mission here is to love. When we think and behave in such a way that we feel good about ourselves and our lives, our vibrations will be aligned with the planet. You will come to a place of no effort in this regard. It requires concentration, but no struggle. It's hard not to get behind that, in fact. An example of mellow vibes can be found in the 1960s Beach Boys classic song, Good Vibrations. Oh, that is a fabulous song. This song was a major hit because it really makes the listener feel good in body, mind, and spirit. The song is crediting a single person with stimulating the wonderful vibes. So, in your mind, make that loved one Mother Earth. Share in her good, 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 good vibrations. With a little practice, you are very likely to feel her receiving your gift of acknowledgement. Perhaps you will receive an embrace from nature meant especially just for you. In order to unravel with Gaia into her original Garden of Eden state in the fifth dimension, each human being must learn to enjoy selfless thoughts, words, and deeds. The life force and Mother Earth will help you and we can all help each other. The reward for choosing love is the realization that we are all one self. In this understanding, there is no egoic separation, for the false sense of separate self has been absorbed into the bliss of unity. We know we are love. 
And here's some song lyrics. All beings from form one great family of light. I am part of you. You are part of me. Together, we are one big rainbow of love. Granny Rainbow's theme song. Love you, Granny Rainbow. As Earth ascends, hearts are bursting open like poppy flowers of all colors. Inspired by each other, we notice and create ever greater unity consciousness. Earth awareness and peaceful communication, even with no self-conscious intent, our superconscious and subconscious are always on the job. Humanity is feeling the domino effect because we are one. We have one. Every time anyone reaches out in compassion, compassion comes easier to all. Our collective planetary ascension process is affecting all life everywhere in the cosmos. We are immeasurably blessed to be on this planet at this time. What a magnificent mentor is our Gaia. To thank her, we only need to be kind to all her children. As Native Americans say, respect the two-leggeds, four-leggeds, and eight-leggeds. The flying, swimming, and crawling people the tree, stone, and cloud people, the waters, the soil, and the sky. In no way are we better to or separate from the family of life. We are granted certain powers that can be used for good or ill. Since everything is interdependent, it only makes sense to live by the golden rule. Here are the classical and modern versions of this very sensible law of life. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Treat others the way you want to be treated. The golden rule is the ultimate directive for having the best possible life experience. When we all honor it, Gaia will be in perfect balance, and we will know heaven on earth. Alchemical gold is very much exemplified in the golden rule. To truly turn ego-led into a heart of gold, one must go through the refiner's fire, die to limitation, and be resurrected to freedom. How to... Ascend with Earth through progressively increasing frequencies. Inspire and heal yourself and others with kind thoughts, words, and deeds. Next. Applaud everything that is beneficial to all life. Ignore selfish thoughts and actions of others. Gently step back from your own selfish thoughts and actions. Do not mentally beat yourself up or anyone, or anything else. Next, look deep within your heart, and be true to what you find there. Trust the guidance coming from your intuition, inspiration, and conscience. Next, check in with yourself to see if you are fulfilling your mission. Next, practice the art of compromise. Next, Life is always offering you something to appreciate. Look for it. Next, plant gardens and care lovingly for all animals. Next, tune into the big picture and open your heart to all life everywhere, especially the parts that are not so appealing on the surface. Offer healing love to those who appear lost, confused, depressed, etc. Be kind. Next, do some high magic every day by your self-conscious choice to replace egocentric behavior with unity consciousness. All negativity comes from ego fears. 
Focus on the light and surrender to your process. There is no right way to wake up. A lot of awakening is very private. Jason never let on about the magic he was doing. A student would see by the results or not. What goes on spiritually inside an individual is no one else's business. Excellent. Next. Follow this good advice from the door of everything. Quote, Love, praise, and gratitude arising from your heart center in silent expectancy are the three ascension attitudes, those focused attitudes of mind that exalt your feelings toward the Christhood level. The three ascension attitudes supply the most important points of focus. They are your keys to the kingdom of true being. Ruby Nelson, The Door of Everything. The Goddess, Chapter 15. Quote, Obeisance to her who is pure being consciousness bliss as power, who exists in the form of time and space and all that is therein, and who is the radiant illuminatrix in all beings. Ancient Vedic scripture. And there's a statue of a Roman Isis below with a sistrum in hand and vessel of water in her left hand. I have come in pity of your plight. I have come to favor and aid you. Weep no more, lament no longer. The hour of deliverance shown over by my watchful light is at hand. Apuleius, 3rd century AD, the golden ass. Isis speaks to Lucius in an allegorical tale in which Lucius has been transformed into an ass. Goddess knows we need her help to transcend our lower nature. And then there's a beautiful picture of Maham Lakshmi Devi, great gift bestower mother from India. And a Paleolithic cave art in France of the mother goddess. All indigenous cultures worship the great mother and or mother earth, which are really one and the same. In prehistoric times, according to surviving artifacts all over the world, she was the only deity. In pre-biblical times, the whole world venerated the divine feminine, so obvious in the surrounding natural world. However, often she shared her throne with the divine masculine. As male dominance came into the picture, she was demoted to wife instead of consort. Then, dot, dot, dot. The patriarchy produced two, a two-millennia-long process of the destruction of nature, Goddish worshippers were systematically murdered. It is estimated that millions of witches, herbalists, and midwives, women wise in the ways of nature, were burned, hanged, and drowned in Europe. Not just Europe. Women have been suppressed, to put it mildly, for a very long time. Now, at the brink of annihilation, humanity rediscovers the goddess, our savioress. The Aquarian Age is ruled by the Divine Mother in the form of Isis Urania, she is bringing back the female power of unconditional, universal love. The goddess appears in whatever form will help those who need her. She is given various names in every era and culture. Often she has a particular function, but always she is one. Human life mirrors the many faces of the goddess. For instance, a human woman is mother to her children, lover to her consort, teacher to her students, and so forth. An image of 
a Roman sculpture of Ceres, Roman goddess of agriculture, holding a sheaf of grain. Quote, we plant the seeds and she grows the grain. What a rewarding partnership. Our word cereal comes from Ceres. In Western tradition, Venus, the goddess of love, is probably the most well-known specific name of a specialty goddess, although few people understand the power of her awesome life-giving love. In Greece, the same being was named Aphrodite. Taken globally, the list of goddess names is quite extensive. A few with which you may be familiar, Isis, Hathor, Sekhmet, Asherah, Astarte, Tara, Inanna, Artemis, Uzi, Shekinah, Sophia, Athena, Hecate, Iris, Proserpine, Juno, Dea Matrona, Breed, Dana, Bridget, Freya, the Valkyries, Ocean, Oya, Yamaya, Mawu, Pahamama, Shakti, Parvati, Sita, Kuan Yin, Corn Maiden, Spider Woman, Mother Mary, the Triple Goddess, Maiden, Mother, Crone, and our beloved Earth Mother, Gaia. Sometimes these goddesses are paired with male gods, sometimes not. By whatever name, all peoples are drawn through the ages have felt and communed with divine presence in the feminine form and received assistance from her. And here's a drawing, I believe, by Hieronymus, painted in 1582, The Matrix of Life, The Self is Queen. It's a very cool little bit of art. From A Marvelous Book of Alchemical Diagrams, Alchemy and Mysticism by Alexander Rube. Oh, we know that. This painting portrays a woman who has succeeded in the great work. A phoenix emerges from the top of her head, and she wears the golden triple crown of selfhood. The sun and moon witness her enlightenment. In the original colored painting, her body and the face of the sun are outlined in vivid red. She may also represent Mother Nature as the great alchemist. One cannot really tell if her hair and the tree trunk are one and the same. This tree is abundantly fruitful. Birds are flying back and forth between above and below. We do not see any tree roots. In fact, the figure seems precariously perched, yet well-balanced, and on some kind of alchemical experiment, with one foot on the yang and one on the yin. As usual, the goddess is somewhat mysterious. And what is she holding in her hands? Mushrooms? It does look sort of like it. Thinking back to the three supernals on page 35, we remember that the yin goddess and the yang god are oneself. Every being in existence is united with that. The oneself of all never judges us, for all beings are given free will to do whatever they choose. But in the end, only loving choices work out in a universe made of life, light, and love. Free will creates the process we sometimes call live and learn. All the while, the great goddess is our constant support, our loving teacher and our partner in creativity, truly a divine mother. Quote, the one whom we adore as the mother is the divine conscious force that dominates all existence, one and yet so many-sided, that to follow her movement is impossible even for the quickest mind and for the freest and most vast intelligence. The mother, Sri Aurobindo Ashram, India. And below we have an image of the tarot of the star card. In the tarot, our dazzling darling Isis Urania is pouring her healing life force onto earth bodies and into water souls. She connects us to the stars and our space families. From the tree in the background, the ibis, symbol of intellect, sees 
her wavy hair from behind. The goddess only reveals herself to her lovers, those who see with their hearts. There is nothing dry or overly cerebral about the feminine principle. In general, the goddess is sexy and juicy. There is nothing wrong with that. She also works nonstop to replenish the earth after men have ravished her with wars, blown and dug holes in her body, killed and enslaved each other and countless animals for the sake of money. The bloody list of horrors goes on. You know it well. No matter what happens, our mother God never stops loving each and every being born of nature, for she is love itself. Many men today are embracing their inner goddess, their sensitive, feeling nature. They identify with their masculinity as protector instead of aggressor. Peace-loving men and boys are major contributors to Earth's ascension. God, des, bless them. Another lovely bit from Granny Rainbow. How to foster a relationship with the goddess. First, recognize that you have a relationship with Gaia, Mother Earth, and with Mother Nature, who is all things in time and space. Sincerely, think of her as divine, ever-present, and always loving you, no matter what. Commune with her in your heart. Next, pay close attention to your intuition. Trust your instincts. Honor your feelings and express your creativity. These gifts are all powers of the goddess. Go out for walks in nature. Take a bag to pick up litter. Don't take your busy mind. Give it a rest while you breathe and open your being to the magical energies of the natural world. Next, grow something. Take care of it and keep it healthy in a pot or in the ground. Notice what you learn about nature and yourself. Next, be kind to animals, but do not own them unless you can give them good care. Next, if you are not a vegetarian, consider becoming a person who does not consume the flesh of other beings. The goddess provides fruits, vegetables, and grains, which gladly supply perfect sustenance for hungry bodies. As Gaia continues to ascend, we will not need to eat at all. Hmm. But may, if we want to, of course. <laughs> Next, write poetry, sing, dance, and enjoy your life. Share what is in your heart. Next, if you like the idea of an altar, create one. Place one or more pictures or statues of the goddess there. An image of a god could accompany her. A plant would be appropriate. Candles are nice. The only necessary parts are you and the mother of all. Sit there and feel her in your heart. Send out light and loving thoughts to all beings. Next, think of the Great Mother as you go through your day. Talk to her. Perhaps read some books about her and attend goddess-oriented talks and ceremonies. Thank her for creation. You may be attracted to a specific goddess, in which case, follow your bliss. And thus ends another reading from the lovely Granny Rainbow with a slight addendum. The quote from Isis at the beginning of this chapter is part of a longer discourse. Check out Lucius's complete spectacular vision of the Savioress at fellowshipofisiscentral.org. In the blue bar on the left, choose the second entry, Isis of 10,000 Names. Scroll down to the second section, Classical. The first entry in this category is Isis Appears to Lucius, Apuleius. Apuleius is the author. His book, The Golden Ass is the first complete extant novel in Western literature. It is written in Latin. Very likely, Apuleius's description of Isis is based on 
actual mystical vision that inspired him to write the book. Here is a bit more of what Isis says to Lucius, the man who had been transformed into an ass. Quote, All the perfumes of Arabia floated into my nostrils as the goddess deigned to address me. You see me here, Lucius, in answer to your prayer. I am nature, the universal mother, mistress of all the elements, primordial child of time, sovereign of all things spiritual, queen of the dead, queen also of the immortals, the single manifestation of all gods and goddesses that are one. My nod governs the shining heights of heaven, the wholesome sea breezes, and the lamentable silences of the world below. Though I am worshipped in many aspects known by countless memes, names, and propitiated with all manner of different rites, yet the whole round earth venerates me. The Ethiopians call me by my true name, namely Queen Isis. Apuleius, 3rd century, The Transformation of Lucius, otherwise known as The Golden Ass, Chapter 17, translated by Robert Graves, originally published in 1951 and 1967. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater R.C. read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. Hermetic Science Enterprises.co.uk